Yo, what's going on everybody? It is 3 p.m. here in New Vienna, Iowa. It means it's time for another live stream. Today is Thursday, November 12th, 2020. And because it is Thursday, that means it's happy hour. And today I thought I'd kind of combine like a little bit of mukbang action with the uh, happy hour for today. And I thought I would go not only with a White Claw, which is a weird enough drink generally, but there are black cherry White Claws in the basement. So uh, I thought, you know what, why, why don't we go with that? I thought that my first thought was, you know what, my, uh, I think it was my father-in-law or my mother-in-law bought this, the variety pack of White Claws. And so there's like four or five different flavors down there, maybe three or four, maybe four, probably four. And I was like, well, maybe I'll just try them all. But then I was like, yeah, I don't know if I can drink four White Claws in like 45 minutes. That's probably not a good idea. So I just picked the one that I would probably have the most reaction from. And so I got the Black Cherry. I'm not um, a huge fan of Black Cherry flavored things. I, I, I like Black Cherries. I just don't like Black Cherry flavored stuff. So we'll see how this one goes. Um, yeah, what's the alcohol content on these things? 5% alcohol content so more booze in it than a beer and what how many ounces is this like skinny can oh it's still 12 ounces so there's more alcohol this in this and then there's in like a a macro beer you know like a uh miller light or coors light something like that but um we'll see we'll see how it goes let's, let's get it cracked open and let it breathe a little bit i think that's the proper form for a beverage of this caliber and while i'm letting that breathe you hear it some bubbles uh let's see let's see who's here and while we're doing that also let's say hi to everyone listening on the podcast hope you're having a good run today and say hi to everybody watching this on youtube but after the fact hope you're enjoying it as well today we have uh frank here he says cheers he's got a uh, virgil's cream soda awesome i don't i don't think i've ever had that before cream soda is always a very strange thing for me it's the words sound delicious the drink I'm usually ambivalent on. I don't I don't know what it is. Louis uh, Becerra is here. Says, yo, what's going on? Just a glass of water here. Awesome. Christian Schrobinger is here as well. Uh, good evening, everyone. David Prabhu is here. Ennis is here. Oh, yeah, Ennis coming in with a 5K PB after work. Awesome. 40 seconds off his previous PB from the, just this summer. And Pip, his dog, did it in true non-elite style. By stopping in the bushes for a poop halfway through. I mean, if that's not not an elite style, I mean, I don't know what it is. So cheers to that. Good job on, on the PB to you and, and to Pip. Hey, you know what? I like this. This is tasty. Um, it actually tastes like black cherry. It doesn't taste, it tastes like cherries. I don't know if it tastes like black cherries. It doesn't taste like black cherry flavored, like, or gummies or food or candy it just tastes like cherries i actually like it oh yeah big surprise uh christian says great shirts mike can't wait to get them that's awesome thank you um pretty excited about it i've had them for like a little over a week now and i was trying to figure out the timing of when we would release it and stuff like that i had to like do a little mini photo shoot my my daughter helped me with that um, and I also ran with them the other day as well, just to make sure I had some other like stills to be able to, to send to Forrest, uh, over at path, uh, to make sure that like the website was ready and everything. So we're, they're out there, <clears throat> excuse me. So all, I think a lot of people have already said that they picked them up. So I'm pretty excited about that. I'm really loving the shirt. I'm thrilled with how it turned out. And like we were talking about yesterday, uh, merch, that's just really high quality. 
that we got some so awesome um let's see uh lewis uh giving some congrats to ennis as well daniel m is here says yo what's going on daniel stevie 76 is here yo what's going on with the beer emoji right down there awesome i love it um daniel m says cool shirts co awesome <laughs> kevin scott says elbow cough and virtual hug <laughs> that's funny uh yeah that's where we're at that's where we're at jc says howdy y'all and andor says yo all right oh roadrunner is here as well rain runner rain runner i was thinking about you the other day when i made the instagram with uh the sound i did an instagram reel with a sound card and clip and i was like you know who's gonna like this i think i think rain runner is gonna like this am i wrong on that one i was thinking about you anyway jb9 says howdy uh martha says um pat my path project customer service wrote me says size s is not going to fit you my daughter is 5'4 and wears extra small on her tops we probably will probably do another run and be able to add extra small really want the shirt oh i'm so sorry to hear that uh martha that's a that's a bummer i'm i'm sorry um yeah uh i hope they do another run um they asked me like should we do the bigger number or the smaller and i was like do the smaller number i don't want you to have, like be sitting on like a box or boxes full of this stuff so i'm hoping it sells out and then maybe we'll do something else next time um and if they do i'll say i'll be like make at least like one or two extra smalls so that way martha can get some <laughs> I'll, I'll put in a word for you martha um okay uh let's see toshak single says white claw plus kofuzi running shirt <laughs> that's the way to go <laughs> yeah i guess I guess you know like I, i've had a couple of white claws before i do like the there's the ruby grapefruit which i think is pretty good um but sometimes i just feel like i'm drinking like either like a zima do you guys remember those um or uh whoa, there was another one the smirnoff ice i just feel like i'm drinking smirnoff icing like rebranded or maybe even they just found a whole bunch of old stock of smirnoff ice unbottled them and put them in cans that's kind of like what i feel like about white claws sometimes Mm. but that actually is not bad leona says what i need to check out path projects kofuzi shirt except yeah there's a new shirt it's out today um and today's video is uh about the shirt so and it was cool because uh flora sent me some like footage from the place where they do like the screen printing um so i was able to insert some of that into the video as well and um i took a screen printing class in high school and it was like my freshman year of high school and that's probably the, my favorite class that i've ever um one of my favorite classes i took in high school and it got i mean i liked it so much that i was even making my own t-shirts um in like during like later in high school and in college my favorite one that i ever made was one that i, I printed it i only made one of them because i just got tired of it I'm not good at taking care of physical things, you know, and so like keeping my screens clean and like all that kind of stuff and washing all my materials. I was really bad at that. But my favorite one was um, I used to work at the med school in college and um, and after college, too. And I uh, made like I found I bought a, the softest T-shirt I could find like at a Goodwill. It was like fall, kind of falling apart, but the fit really nice and it was just super, super soft. And I screen printed on like a number 10 scalpel on it. And I wore that, I would wear that around like at work. And people were like, that's the greatest shirt. Where's the shirt where I can get scalpels as the logo? 
They're like, that's awesome. It's like, is that from like an intramural team? And I'm like, nope. This is just what I do on the weekends, I guess. So, yeah. But I, I love screen printing, um, and I love the technology that's advanced in screen printing as well. Um, but anyway, uh, so I was happy to see some of that footage in there too. Um, all right, Chris Fair says loving the new non-elite shirt. Thanks, thanks so much. Um, let's see. We got Albert Lung is here with the super chat. Where is that? Where is that one? Here we go. Um, says I missed the live stream yesterday and wasn't able to send in a super chat. So sending one today. Oh, thanks so much, Albert. You, that's that's so generous. Thanks for all you do. You are a huge inspiration to my running. Keep up the great work. Well, th thank you so much. Thanks so much. And thanks for being here today. It's uh, a good day uh, to be here, I think. Hey, um, I'm just having a good day today. Hope you guys are all having a good day, too. Thank you, Albert. Um, let's see. Um, and it says, Mike, do you wear medium on the path tops? I really like the top. I may get the large to use as a casual top. The postage may be quite high for me, though. Yeah, I'm not sure... Um, you know, on the international shipping, they do. I feel like they do some international shipping, but someone was mentioning that they don't ship to the UK. So I, I have to, I'll have to double check on that, or I'm sure you'll find out pretty soon. But yeah, I wear medium um, in Path Projects. The on this Cascade shirt, the one that the Kofuzi shirt is, the medium is perfect. Um, on the other ones, they have the other ones that have the hood, and that are like extra, that have like the thumb holes, and they have the watch hole. That one on the medium, it's a little bit big for me. And I think that they aren't supposed to be like super form fitting. So I think it's supposed to be a little bit baggy, but um, so I can go with a medium or a small probably on that one. But for the Cascade long sleeve, the one that the, the non-elite shirt is, the medium is perfect for me. Um, Brenstein said, loved the Zima. Yeah, I mean, I was like in high school when Zima was um, popular mom if you're listening um but yeah i didn't not that i drank them a lot i'm just saying i'm aware i'm aware of them and aware of those flavors but um yeah zima, zima was interesting um let's see uh rain runner says cheers go i think i missed a birthday yes it was my uh thank you so much for the ten dollars uh it was my birthday earlier this week um so yeah um yeah, there's a lot of birthdays around this time. It was Jamie's birthday this uh, this week as well, I feel like. And then who else's birthday did I see that it was? Um, a lot of runners' birthdays this time of year. It's interesting. Um, it also makes me wonder, like, if there's any correlation. November birthdays are, are kind of awkward for kids that do sports. So um, depending on, like, where you live or, like, people that are born in, like, October, November, um, either you're very young for your grade or you're very old for your grade. And I'm suspecting that probably a lot of runners were young for their grade. And so they never really got into team sports and then maybe more easily transitioned to running. That's a weird long hypothesis for me, but that's kind of what I'm, I'm wondering. Um, Carrie Smith is here. Danny J. Good to see everybody. Uh, Scott Schroel says, I procrastinated my run today and now don't want to go at all. I know, I know that feeling though. And that's why I always try to run in the mornings. So I feel like the later in the day it becomes, the easier it is to just be like, well, at this point, if I run now, I'm going to mess up tomorrow's run. So I should probably just take it as a rest day. So I, I do that. I have that conversation a lot. So if I don't run in the morning, I just don't, don't do it. But Carrie's saying, get after it, Scott, after the live stream. Or you can go now. You know, you can always still catch the live stream later. I'm very happy to hear you here, but... 
uh, have you here, but um, yeah, either way, either way. But you know, rest days are okay too. Um, Shannon is here. Good to see you, Shannon. And uh, Danny J said, "Hey, a big workout today. Three times three miles at threshold. Ooh, that is. That's a lot of threshold work." And I'm doing 14 miles in PR of the 10K. How are you, run today? Wow, awesome. Let's get a cowbell in for that. Ooh, that's a that's a great day. Um, hmm. Yeah, three times three miles at threshold. That's like that's like an hour of threshold work, almost probably almost somewhere in that area, close to it. That's a lot of threshold work. Um, great great job. That's a killer. That's a killer workout. Um. DD said, I ordered a medium. I think you and I are similar size. I have the Path Project hoodie in a medium and his box. Yeah. So I think you're going to be good. I think you'll be good, DD. All right. Let's see. Ted and Ruth says, Evening K. Hope you're having a smooth transition to full time runner and YouTuber and between presidential regimes. Yeah. I mean, things I think are, are good. There's still every once in a while, like some like loose end that I need to take care of. And there's still a big loose end of like my office is still there and i have to close that down and stuff when i can get back but um the transition's been good thank you for your kind thoughts on that it's nice it'll be different once like you know everything kind of goes back to normal so um and like the kids are gone during the day because right now i'm with with my daughter uh one of my daughters or both of them throughout the day so there's still a lot that i'm kind of juggling I'm up still really early, and then like after dinner, I kind of disappear for a couple hours to do some work. But you know, we're we're getting into a rhythm here, and so things are good. Uh, Matt says they say that about cycling. Best cyclists happen to be born early in the year. It's success in that early age bracket. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I was, what was I reading? Well, it was maybe Alex Hutchinson was writing a lot about that. Maybe he was the one writing about that a lot about like the month, or or was it? maybe it was matt fitzgerald i forget who one of the sports writers that i like um was writing about that a lot and says that like that goes a super long way in determining success just like the month that you're born and you just got to figure out what sport that like that it the month that you're born like might correlate to i mean it's not that determinative but it's a weird giant correlation yeah um as far as running in the morning goes chris chris changing the picture again today amazing dedication it says i have to run in the morning cannot run later in the day after having eaten any real amount of food regardless of time lapsed after eating yeah i mean i'll agree with you with having to run in the morning i don't i mean i don't have to but i just it makes my life a lot easier when i do but i've gotten pretty good at running after eating a certain amount of food i'll say like even on days where i'm like oh, i shouldn't have had that giant burrito and now i'm running i'll just feel like a little bit bloated but i think i'll usually be okay although i mean it's not like i'm having workouts you know after a giant meal but because if i were then i'd probably just skip the meal but i've definitely done that where i'm like oh i didn't get to eat lunch today i better eat something before i run commute home and then you know i'm so hungry that i eat a giant burrito and that's like that was a mistake <laughs> but um yeah i do prefer running in the morning though um oh albert says my birthday was november 6th it turned 42 awesome i turned 41 and for some reason i don't know about you albert like what the what it was like for you 41 seemed like older than 40 and i don't know 41 is older than 40 but like you know it i thought that i would feel 
more feelings when I turned 40. Um, but I was just fine with it. Um, but when I turned 41, I was like, hmm, that sounds pretty old. And I, you know, and I was like, oh, my knee's been bothering me. So maybe that's like part of it too. Although right now I'll tell you guys, knee's feeling great. Maybe it's these massage guns. Maybe it's just coincidence. Maybe it's like all these things kind of like finally like, you know, getting over the hump, you know, but, um, man, he's feeling pretty good. Really. I'm feeling optimistic about it, but I still like had a couple of days where I was like, I am getting pretty old now. My potential steeplechase days are almost behind me theoretically, you know, <laughs> just weird thoughts like that. Um, yeah. Dr. Funk1216 says, hi, never had White Claw, but my friend tells me it's what college kids drink nowadays and it's better than Smirnoff Ice or Mike's. Um, I mean, I, I, I think that they're pretty similar to the Smirnoff Ice. Um, and I, I will say that I do believe that the White Claws are what the kids are drinking these days. Um, when Here's my, my two, like, and not that I drink with college kids. That's not why I have this belief. And maybe if there are college kids here, they can affirm or deny. But my niece, uh, who, li like, who lives down the street, she loves the White Claw. And, uh, which leads me to believe that her and her friends also probably drink a lot of it. And when I was training, um, whenever I'd go to like, uh, any, like the Nike pop-up races or like any of those Nike events, there's usually not White Claws there, but there's a lot of talk about White Claws at those, at those events. Um, because people are like, these 312 specialty beers are nice, but you know, I kind of like White Claws. This is like, that, that's a sentence I'll hear. And I'm like, Really? Okay. All right. Because sometimes I feel like all these, um, these like hard drinks, like the Smirnoff Ice or the Mike's or like these White Claws, I feel like this is what um, smart AI would make if smart AI was like, the people are grumpy. We need to sedate them. Let's make them a beverage. I feel like it would be this. Exactly this. White Claw, Black Cherry, and White Claw Ruby Grapefruit. Um, with the labeling, I mean, everything. This just screams to me like AI made this. And it tastes like a robot made this. I mean, robots probably did make this. I actually don't know what the manufacturing processes are like. But I bet you there's lots of robots involved. That's a weird conspiracy theory, but um, that's not a conspiracy. It's just a weird uh, part of my imagination taking over. But I've been listening to the Andrew Yang book. Um, the war, oh, is it like the war on normal people or something like that? I forget the name of the book, but, um, it talks a lot about robots and AI and stuff. It's kind of a apocalyptic. Um, it's kind of weird, but, uh, yeah. So that's why like robots are on my mind. <laughs> um, yeah, sorry about that. Um, oh, Rain Runner says the white claw equals no bloating, like from beer. I mean, I, I mean, I guess it isn't quite as carbonated. I'm still getting some carbonation to it. But I always thought that the bigger draw was that there's 2 grams of carbs and 100 calories in this. And it's gluten-free. Which I guess, like, beer, beer has gluten in it. So, like, that could be a problem for a lot of people. Right? Beer has gluten in it? Hmm. I think. I think. Um, yeah. Ben Wise in the Yang Gang. He's moving to Georgia, which is kind of, like, intense, I think. Um, yeah. 
Steven Gersdorf says, you like wine, Kofuzi? I do, but I don't know very much about it. And um, I enjoy the social aspects of wine, but I'm not much of a collector. I'm not really good at, like, collecting anything. So, um, yeah, so I don't uh, collect wines. And I'm, you know, I used to have these great grand ideas that my wife and I would have this very thoughtful like wine tasting notebook where we've like tried all these different things and given our thoughts on it and maybe had like some like notes on like oh we tried this when we were with our friends celebrating their engagement or you know something like that but no we never we never did that we usually just buy like um the cheap stuff at trader joe's <laughs> um yeah i mean because of a lot of my college buddies they are big into wine um, but they all live in, like in the West Coast, Oregon, Washington, California. So they're I'm I'm bullish on uh, West Coast wines, uh, American wines, which I mean maybe that is a sign of lack of taste or not. But whatever those guys tell me to drink, I'll drink, and they haven't steered me wrong. So, um, but yeah, I like wine, but I'd rather have just a very straightforward. Uh, fresh uh, microbrew that's like local I tend to gravitate towards that mm. <laughs> Martha says um, there's activated gluten in beer that's funny um, <clears throat> well, Stephen Gerdhoff says antioxidants in red wine mm. yeah that's true that's true lots of good things uh, in them uh, JC says the wine is good. Yeah. And Dan Daniel M says Willamette Valley makes the best Pinot Noir. Yeah, I'm familiar with some of the wines from over there. I couldn't name you a bottle, but um, I know I've drank enough of them to think, oh, Willamette Valley, I'm pretty much going to like that. I have a strong feeling about it. So I usually feel good about wine from that region. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I remember we were in Oregon on a weekend trip. This was probably like almost 10 years ago eight years ago at this point maybe less than that a little bit um and we went uh somewhere south of portland yeah i don't yeah um in uh, oregon and we just spent the weekend going from like vineyard to vineyard or tasting room to tasting room and i didn't know where i was the entire time but i had a lot of fun and i enjoyed a lot of the wine there i could do that trip again i slept they rented out like this um kind of like this like ranch somewhere in that region and i s ended up sleeping there was like a house and then there was like a grain bin converted into like a one bedroom like little like hut and i slept in there it was very strange <laughs> um fawad 138 says a good cheapish cabernet is justin from paso robles 27 dollars per bottle hmm. i'll have to keep an eye out for that Innes says um Red wine puts me to sleep and gives me a headache. Well, I don't get a headache from it, but I definitely get the sleepiness from it. It just gives me warmth that I find very appealing and relaxing. So, yeah, I, I can definitely agree with the putting me to sleep. <laughs> um, let's see. Did Goku Runner have a question? Oh, Goku Runner says, are you doing No Shave November? No, I'm doing more of a, um, uh, 
Well, this is like my pandemic look. So I'm thinking, um, here's my tentative plans. I I don't really like all this other stuff. It always just, just doesn't grow in very well. So I've been keeping that not shaved closely, but like trimmed. And then I like the handlebar mustache, so I kind of like that. But it's a little bit longer than I like. But I don't have the the razor attachment that I bought. It has like 15 different attachments. I brought two of them. And the the one of them is too short, and the other one's a little bit long. It's like this length. But, you know, I'm going to live with it. And then for the hair, I'm thinking once I can try and get this into like a man bun, we'll reevaluate. And if I like where it's going, I'll keep it. If I don't, then I'm going to do a haircut. I don't know what haircut maybe a bowl cut like my sister suggested like a literal bowl cut or uh maybe maybe i'll do a hockey player mullet short up front long in the back a couple of lines like hash marks in the side you know i think that could work mm. exopixel game says hi kofuzi new to watching your videos ever do a beer mile um welcome uh, I'm glad you've been enjoying the videos, or at least watching them. Thank you. Um, I think the last time I did a beer mile was in college. And it might not have been a beer mile. It was called a chunder run, and it was four laps and four beers. But it was all around campus, and uh, so I think it was slightly longer than a mile. Or it might have been a lot shorter than a mile. I actually don't know. There was a lot of beer involved, and it was very late in the evening. So, But that's the closest that I've come to doing it. And it's been a long time. I kept meaning to do one this summer, and then it just never kind of happened. It's also kind of weird to do a beer mile by yourself. So that also seemed, like, strange, especially, like, out here. Like, I would have been, like, drinking beer. In the, I mean, I guess it's not that unusual for people to be drinking beer in the cornfields by themselves. I actually don't think that that's uncommon. But to be doing it while like running in two-inch shorts, I think would have been <laughs> would have been weird for people out here. Like if they saw me, they would have been like, "What are you doing?" And I'd be like, oh, "I'm just doing this thing for YouTube." <laughs> I think that would have been that would have been a little bit strange. Um, Brian Nee says, "I've been getting box wines during shelter in place. Wine on tap. Hey, that works. Um, is 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 beer?" Is box wine getting better, or is box wine still kind of like occupy the same like rung in the hierarchy as it always has? Because like I remember, I mean, in Chicago, the canned wines are pretty popular because then you can bring them to places where glass is not allowed. So people are liking the canned wine. It's a weird concept, but it seems the it's just a delivery factor. So I don't know if maybe box wines are getting better. Um, oh, JC says salmon and just a little pinot coming up this weekend, the night before a half. Awesome. Don't care if it's good luck or not. I just like it. Y'all have any pre-race traditions or superstitions? Hmm. Yeah, I don't I don't think I have too many pre-race traditions or superstitions. I kind of mix it up. And a lot of, sometimes I'm traveling for races now. And so, like, then it just makes it harder. Um, I generally like to have pizza before a race, even though I feel like it's a pretty heavy meal to have. And kind of not probably optimal but i just like pizza <laughs> salmon and pinot sounds like a pretty good combo though um let's see uh, all right 
<laughs> Ryan Paul says speed lines above the ears. Yeah, that's kind of the idea. That's what I'm going for. Or I guess should I do try to make it like uh like the lanes on a track? That'd be kind of funny. <laughs> uh, ben Y likes the man bun, but he says uh, I think he's biased because he has a man bun. Oh, cool. I would never I would never be able to determine from this um, photo of yours because it only shows up to the shoulders. Hmm. Uh, Brent Steen says box blinds have definitely improved. I'll have to check it out. I like, I mean, it's convenient. And is it, I mean, what is the environmental impact? What's worse, glass or a box of wine? I'm guessing the box of wine is probably still worse. Hmm. Rain Runner likes the box wine though. Hmm. Um, David Henry says, What's your favorite Chicago pizza joint? I don't really have one. My favorite place to eat pizza in chicago i grew up on the east coast and my theory on pizza is the best pizza you can eat is the kind you ate growing up so uh, when i am in chicago like deep dish is interesting but i don't think most chicagoans eat deep dish regularly i think most chicagoans eat, eat uh what do they call it Co not cocktail cut the squares i hate the squares but um uh th that's the kind of pizza a lot of chicagoans eat or just like whatever like generic type of like regular slice slice of pizza but i prefer like a new york style pizza that's my favorite and my favorite pizza place in chicago is one that is like the closest that i find found to that a place called rinaldi's that's pretty near where we live and they have like just a decent regular slice for a while they switched i don't know what was the deal but for like there was like a two-month period where they switched over to like pre-made crusts like they, uh, they obviously were like made somewhere else and then you top them and then you bake them a little bit and i'm like it was terrible it was a terrible couple of months and then they switched back to like making the dough themselves again i don't know how that ever ends up saving you money although the only way it could be is if it if you could freeze it and then there's no shelf life and then i guess you're not paying for the labor for someone to make the pizza dough but making dough is so cheap but yeah um steven gersdorf says Detroit pizza is good. I do enjoy that format. I think I prefer Detroit style over uh, Chicago deep dish, if we're going to compare those two head to head. Um, but it's probably because I ate a lot of Pizza Hut growing up. And so those two are pretty, like the, because you could put the cheese, like sometimes Pizza Hut, it's so greasy on the outside. It, and um, it kind of has that like crispy fried kind of texture on the crust. So that kind of reminds me of that. A little bit. And pizza from originally from Detroit areas. I thought all like the main pizza joints were originally from Detroit. So maybe that's where that's coming up. Um, <laughs> Shannon says, if Mike goes for a man bun, he's not allowed to get feedback from his fam. Just the Kofu's heads. I mean, f yeah, that's fine. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure I'll get a lot of feedback from my family. Um, I mean, so far when I've like tried it, it's still like not long enough for it. When I tried it, my daughters are like super excited about it. They're like. You have a ponytail just like us. So they love it. And then um, my wife's just kind of like, she's, I don't know. She's, she's been, she's very poker faced about it. She won't let me know what she really thinks, which probably tells me, which tells me that she probably doesn't like it, but well, you know, um, Scott's, Scott's rule saying the emos. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I did not grow up eating emos. Therefore I do not like emos. I think that's how it goes. It's kind of like the rule. I didn't, I didn't like emos at all. 
Um, and Sicilian pizza, yeah, definitely tasty. I mean, it's like, I mean, it's like Sicilian is more like a, a cheesy focaccia in a lot of ways, and that's just delicious. Definitely good. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, when it comes down to it, though, as much as I like complain about Chicago style pizza, I mean, if it's put in front of me and it's mealtime, I'm gonna eat a lot of it, you know. But it just don't 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 ask me to call it like pizza, because I don't really think it is. You know. Anyway, uh, oh, Ryan Loma says I grew up near Detroit and always had pie cut pizza growing up. Square cut was usually only for parties. Yeah, yeah. I I mean I could understand that. It makes sense because um, then it's like you're not committing to an entire slice. Um, the solution around here at Happy Joe's is that all the slices are really small, and so um, they you can get the square cut um, at Happy Joe's if you ask for it. But the way they're they they kind of solve that problem is by like there's twice as many slices in a Happy Joe's pizza as there are in like a regular pizza, and that's how they deal with it. Which is another way to um, uh, solve that problem. Daniel M says pizza carries beyond sausage in all locations now. That's amazing. That's awesome, and I really want to try it. What I'm really disappointed about is one of the casualties of COVID closures is um, there is a Pizza Hut in Dyersville next town over. And my wife used to work there. Uh, I think I think some of her siblings also used to work there as well. And until like early 2020. It was still a dine-in Pizza Hut where you could get table service and like the the red um, plastic cups, um, and if you had a good report card, you brought it in and they would give you like a free personal pan pizza if you're a kid. So it was like a pure pizza time capsule from like 1987. It still existed in the same way. There was a lunch buffet. I think it was like seven dollars or six dollars, um, and uh, it just didn't. It didn't make it. It closed like a couple months ago. And I was really disappointed about that. Because I was like, oh, when this is all over, I'm definitely going to Pizza Hut. And we're having a giant meal at Pizza Hut. I'm, I'm buying for everybody. But that's not going to happen anymore. So I'm disappointed. And so now I don't even know if there's a Pizza Hut in the region. Like, I don't know if there's one in Dubuque. There may or may not be. There's many Happy Joes between here and there. But, um... I don't even know if there's Domino's, to be honest. I'm, there's got it. I'm, I'm sure there's Domino's. I mean, Domino, and there's even Jimmy John's. And I think I saw in the paper the other day that Dubuque is getting its first Jersey Mike's. So, I mean, they're getting they're, there's Chick-fil-A. They got their first Chipotle, like, last year, I think. Um, so, you know, they, Dubuque can command a, a, a national franchise. So there's probably Domino's, and there probably is Pizza Hut, but I don't know where I don't know where it would be anymore now that the the closest one is closed. Hmm. All right. Um, Brent Steen says he loves New York style pizza for homemade. The New York Times Roberta's dough pizza is spot on. Oh, I haven't tried that. I'll have to look that one up too. Um, Golshan Paul says, Papa John's in the UK has a vegan pepperoni pizza? Really? Oh, that's so weird. Um, that's amazing. It's weird to me that there's Papa John's in the UK. Um, I know that Domino's is real big over there. I mean, Domino's is big everywhere, isn't it? But, um, 
Papa John's in the UK. Do you guys get garlic butter with it? Like, is it the exact same? Is there garlic butter and you get the pepperoncini in there? How many pepperoncinis do you think Papa John's goes through in a year? And what percentage of the like the global pepperoncini market do you think that is? It's got to be a lot. Um, key verification says, I live in New Jersey and never had Jersey Mike's. Lunch meat is bad for you. Um, yeah, lunch meat is a lot of salt. Uh, it's a great salt delivery system, but a salt and fat delivery system, and it's tasty. I don't eat lunch meats anymore, but um, I think the first time I had a Jersey Mike's would have been uh, like junior high school. So like r running for me and Jersey Mike's like started about the same time, and I've always loved Jersey Mike's. It's delicious. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't eat those kind of sandwiches anymore. There's one near um, where we live on the way to school. But um, we don't eat there because we're not sure about the uh, whether it, like the bread is safe for us to eat from a peanut allergy perspective. So when we do eat sandwiches, we eat Jimmy John's. We're comfortable with that. But Jersey Mike's, for whatever reason, we don't eat regularly in our house. Um, yeah. Oh, Martha says the worst thing about lunch meats are the nitrates. That's true. That's true. Um, one time. I made my own, uh, I forget which one it was, but I basically bought a bottle of nitrites. And it was, I think I was making, I think I was corning my own beef. Because I don't think you need that when you're making your own bacon. I can't remember which one I was doing, but maybe you need it for both. But one winter, this was years ago, um, maybe five or six years ago. It also coincides with when I first started getting vertigo, so maybe there's a correlation there but when you buy when you do i think either or both of those things make bacon like take like a slab of the meat from the pig that you would cure to make bacon and then um, also the part of the cow that you make corned beef from i think it's in both I'm, i could be wrong on that but um for either whichever one it is you just add like this pink these pink crystals you just add it to it and that's part of what makes it that what part of like the curing process yeah, it was it was really good bacon though. So it was like very, I mean, I didn't really know how to cut it well, so the the, the, the cut was super thick cut. But yeah, mm, yeah, that's some of the last not the last meat, but like that was kind of like at the height of my carnivorousness. Yeah, Stephen Gorsuch said Corfuzi said bacon. Yeah, you know what? I saw a commercial today for a new product from Johnsonville, and. um you know, like it, it looks like they're cooking up bacon and it looks like it may be, be like maybe it's like a turkey bacon or something like that. It looks different, right? But they're cooking it up, it's sizzling in the pan and it looks delicious. And like the ad copy is like, if it looks like bacon and it smells like bacon. And then I was like, oh, is Johnsonville making like a, uh, like a plant bacon? And then it threw me a curveball and they said, if it looks like bacon and it smells like bacon, it's sausage. And so what the Johnsonville is making is sausage. That's just, you cook in strips so it fits in sandwiches better. <laughs> such a weird, such a weird commercial. Um, yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, Sean Marshall asking, Kofus, have you always been a morning person? Uh, kind of. Uh, I wasn't naturally like a morning person. I mean, not in, col in college I wasn't, and even like kind of after college I wasn't either. 
uh, I was very much like an insomniac. I would just stay up really, really late. And my clock was always off. Um, but uh, in high school, I remember I would not enjoy getting up early, but I would get up early. And I got pretty good at just getting, like, like throwing myself out of the bed to wake up early in the morning. So, like, I've never had, like, a terrible time of, like, it's not like when I wake up and it's really early, I'm like, bing, ready to start the day. But, like, I think it's a lot easier for me to, like, pull myself out of bed than other people. And now, I'm, it's very easy for me to be like, no, I'm totally good going to bed. You guys might be having fun and I might be missing out on a lot of things. But I'm good. I'm, I'm sleepy. So, like, that kind of helps now as well. Um, yeah, all right. Let's see what else we got. Uh, Frank says, bacon bits are usually vegetarian. Are they? I know the bacon bits, like, the ones that you get, like, in the, the shake them in a can thing, or, like, the canister, I know that those aren't usually, like, bacon. But I didn't know that they're vegetarian. My mother-in-law bought salad topping that comes in like the same can but um when you look at it it looks like it's just sunflower seeds inside uh but it ends up being like a mix of things that would that when i like on closer inspection it looks like a kind of snack mix you might find at like uh like in like the the, in the japanese or like the foreign snack aisle at the grocery store it looks like a mix of like japanese snacks but it's tasty. I have, we have it on the salad here. I have it on the salad. I think I'm the only one that's been eating it. But I really like it. It gives a nice crunch. Hmm. Sean says, about being a morning person, says, I struggle because I'm not really a morning person, an afternoon person, or night, lol. I'm just a teacher. Um, oh, okay. I'm not really a morning person, an afternoon person, or a night person. I see. Just a teacher. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I feel like teachers work a lot of hours and their day starts really early and so i feel like that throws a lot of stuff off because like it's i i think for teachers it would be really hard to be able to get in like a full like a full workout and like a very long run or even a medium length run before like when you got to start getting ready to like get to school because that's like that's before most people got to get to work because most people want to drop off their kids and then go to work so i think that that makes it hard to be a morning person i think Oh, Ryan Pollock confirming Bako Bits brand is vegetarian. Very cool. Very cool. I, I'm going to have to suggest that next time. Hmm. Paul Sailor says they're usually made of soy. Awesome. Mm. <laughs> Xavier Vermulian says, uh, wait, do you guys do this daily? Love it, Kofuzi. Yeah, we're here every day. Uh, I mean, there's some days where I'll cancel it, and I'll let you guys know about it. I try to let people know about it ahead of time if I have to cancel it. Sorry, it's getting dark in here. Um, but I try to do something every day, you know. Um, it's good to check in with everybody. So, I mean, not everyone's here every day. Some people are, and it's pretty awesome to see that. Um, but we get a nice mix of people coming in, and it's just, it's always fun. Uh, sometimes there's people that are like, I came here to ask a question, and then they're like, and now what are you guys doing? You know, and then they stick around. Some people are like, I came here to ask a question, and now people are talking about pooping outside, and I'm like, I'm totally gone. And that's cool, too. Um, but, you know, um, hopefully there's something, you know, for everybody. Uh, Toshak Singal says, I really enjoy being a morning person, but sometimes I 
but I do sometimes miss out on late night movies. Passed out in Deadpool 2 once. Yeah, I fall asleep in movies all the time. Um, I mean, I'm not a huge movie person to begin with. Uh, I just feel... Uh, I don't know. I think this is like a... I think I get this from my mom. A very like... Uh, I mean, I want to say it's like a very Asian or Korean like restlessness. Where like if you sit down for too long, you feel like I should be doing something more productive. But my mother-in-law is the same way. She can't sit still. Same with my father-in-law, and they're very much not Korean. But um, I have that same restlessness. Even if it means, like, I'm getting up to go do some other form of relaxation or recreation, I just, for some reason, like, sit the idea of, I could sit down for, like, two hours at a time, fine. But the idea of sitting down for, like, one movie for two hours seems like a weird, not waste of time, but a, a very expensive indulgence sometimes. So you know um i'm not a huge movie person but like i'll fall asleep like when we have movie night you know with the with the girls and even here with grandma and grandpa uh i'll be asleep in like 20 minutes because i'll like you know like everyone's showered up for the evening and well i usually take my showers in the morning but you know the girls will take their showers we got popcorn we're relaxing we're snuggled up on the couches and it's like you know warmth like the wine that kind of warmth too just instantly makes me fall asleep uh ryan Polly says i just know where, where you go uh i just noticed the kofuzi logo in the top right corner yeah i uh i started paying for like the the medium level of this service and that lets me like change like the, their branding to whatever branding i want so i guess i can move it to a different logo but yeah that's what that's what's going on there all right let's do a couple more and then i gotta get um get going for today um, oh, Sean Marshall says, sorry if I missed it, but any updates on the Chicago return? Um, I mean, there's no, nothing firm. Uh, my wife and I have been talking about some other plans. And this was, like, before we heard about, like, the Pfizer announcement and the Moderna announcements and stuff like that. But um, we're starting to think about, like, okay, at some point we're going to get near to when public school, Chicago public schools will be going back in person. And that's pretty much, like, going to be our tipping point. Once Chicago public schools are at a point where like we feel good enough to like have people in school, even some part of the week, then we feel like then it's like, okay, let's consider going back. We still might pursue a virtual option if it's like, oh, I'm not sure about that, but that's like going to be the big deciding factor. And right now, I think it was yesterday, Chicago announced all sorts of new travel restrictions because cases are getting a little bit out of hand over there too. So, I mean, I think we're still kind of far away from it. So, I mean, we could probably manage it there. We'd probably be fine, but I think it's just nicer to be here. So, I'm going to stay here. Um, yeah, and it says, um, It's so good to have the live stream today with my PB. I was looking forward to sharing it on the live stream as nobody at home wants to talk running. Well, I mean, I feel like that's a good thing too. It was, I think, Kurt Vonnegut that said uh, the problem with a lot of relationships is that there's not enough people in them. You know, and I, I think a lot of people take that as like a very negative view on uh, like monogamy, but I take it as like a very realistic um, understanding of like, you know, finding the right way to channel certain energies. And I think that, you know, on the one hand, you know, my, my family is very interested when I'm excited about something. 
But, you know, they're not going to sit down to a conversation of me comparing two different carbon-plated shoes. They're, I mean, they might nod their head politely, but they're not going to really be interested. And so, you, you know, the best way to make that relationship or pe make people feel fulfilled is to find your people, you know. And so I'm glad that you shared that with us. I'm glad you had the PB. I'm glad you shared it with your dog, and I'm glad you shared it with us. And I'm glad that you have a place um, that you can share those things, and I hope that that's what this could be for a lot of people. And I think uh, that's a good place to end it for today. Um, there's been a lot of talk about like this community here and kind of like what we're doing. Uh, and someone mentioned that this does seem to be like a lot of new people. I've been inviting more people. And uh, I'm glad to see all those new people here. And hopefully you guys can take part of that and enjoy that too. Not to say that we shouldn't be sharing our wins with our family. I, I don't want people to close like the non-runners of their life off. But um, you know, to the extent that you might be kind of like talking people's ear off at home, you can always share it here, and we'd be happy to celebrate those wins and your losses with you. So, all right, that's how I feel. Hope you guys feel the same way too. All right, I think uh, I gotta get going for today. Thanks so much, everybody, for tuning in for happy hour. Um, hopefully, you uh, had a, a nice beverage to either recover with or to relax with. Uh, and we'll have a good night. Tomorrow morning's video is going to be about the Insta360 1X2. I've been playing with that for a couple of days now. So that video will be coming out in the morning. And then we'll do another live stream. Same time, 3 p.m. Central Time here on YouTube. Hopefully, I'll see you then. Uh, in the meantime, be safe out there, everybody. Thanks.